Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 427 for November 26, 2023. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. It's me, I'm here. And we are also joined by Andrew Rowe McFain. Yep. Uh, one of you, where can we find you guys? A dot website. And while you're there, you could go and check out Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Or... You can check out Bug City Blues, a Shadowrun 6 World Edition actual play podcast. I just released an episode of that second one yesterday. Yeah, and people are liking it. People like it. It gets a lot of re- good reviews, and, and I think you'll like it too. Good. Did, and you can find me, Nathan Rainspruth, everywhere at Reeton, uh, R-E-E-T-I-N, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton's where I am normally. So go there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And... Did I ever tell you why I always start with like where you can find us and stuff? Uh, uh, I assume that it was you got it from somewhere else. No, well, yes and no. It's because uh, I was streaming for another, like I have my stream, and then on like Wednesdays I would go and I would stream on somebody else's like conglomeration channel. And I would be like, oh, and make sure to check me out. And he's and the person who owned that was like, don't don't whore yourself like you can't advertise your own stuff. And I was like, that's dumb. That's <laughs> that's the entire point of this is to advertise yourself. Um, but the person wanted it to be like strictly like this is our stuff. And I don't think they get it. Like, yeah, they don't reaching they do. out and having people do their work for them. Yeah. Uh, why else are they doing that if not to get exposure? Exactly. So I started. So that's why when we did our podcast, we started with, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna whore our friends out." Uh, so anyway, let's ask Aroa. What games have you played this week? Uh, so I don't know if you'll remember. Seems like forever ago now. There was a new mobile game that uh, was announced by the Genshin Impact people. And it was, uh, I was very hyped about it because I just really liked the overall aesthetic of everything. And then there was gameplay that came out and it turned out that it played like Metal Gear Rising. And so I was even more excited. Uh, I got into the second beta and I am, I am very concerned for my well-being (laughs) <laughs> is it that good uh, when this it, it's probably the best mobile game i've ever played well that's good. uh it's it's kind of absurd that it's a mobile game like and i would i would say that genshin is also kind of absurd that it's a mobile game just with the scale of of that game but like this like most of the time with a mobile game you don't expect something to be as tight as like a platinum games sort of game. And I would say the controls are just as tight as a platinum game. Uh, it's, it's just really fun. Uh, the UI and just overall design aesthetics are impeccable. Like I'm so fucking excited to play this game, even though it's going to demand that I give them a bunch of money that I'm not going to give them. Uh, I would I would gladly pay full price for it up front though. Like if if this was just a game that came out and I could pay sixty dollars for it, maybe even seventy, like I'd I'd totally go for that. That's cool. But, That's good. I I think I've seen ads for that, but as I'm sure, well, actually, as you know, I don't like mobile games very much. I just I just can't do it. I can't sit on my phone. And part of it is well, I it, just it, don't like the small screen. And another part is I'm always worried that my battery on my phone's going to drain. And and that is the cool thing with uh, the, the developer is, is called MiHoYo. Mm-hmm. Because every every Chinese developer that goes big scale like this has to pretend that they're a Japanese developer and no one will, no one will play their games. Uh, they also have a PC client. They, yeah. they have that with Genshin... And they have that with uh, with Zenless Zone Zero. I don't think I actually said the name of the game at any point. I don't think you did. Um, but yeah, it uh, it plays great on my phone. 
uh, I actually got a I got a clip for my PS4 controller specifically for this because it was just like 10 bucks. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, plays great on my phone, plays great on my PC. No performance issues that I noticed. Like I said, it's it's just really impressive. I what about, can't wait for it to come out. What about Steam Deck? Um, I would assume it'll work on Steam Deck. It'll probably be kind of a pain to get installed. I literally can't test it on Steam Deck because if I install the beta on another computer, my account gets banned. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're very hardcore about you're not allowed to share your beta account with anyone. You get one iOS device and one PC. Even yourself. Yes. What about Android? <laughs> is there no Android client yet? I didn't sign up for the Android beta because okay. I don't have a phone that could run it. Oh, okay. But I phone. do, and then I could use your account. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, you no. could. No, that, I don't. That would be kind of dumb. It would be. It would be very dumb. Uh, did you play anything else? Anything else worth talking about? Uh, I There was a another uh, Survivor-like vampire survivor like that i played that was toho library survivors uh it's just a fun little two dollar survivor like that uh that is themed around the toho franchise uh i i I doubt that anyone that listens to this is a fan of toho uh i'm i'm more of a casual fan than anything but i really like like the games so and, so uh, let's let's what properties do to, does Toho have? That is the name of the franchise. Okay. Because I'm thinking Toei and I was like that's not it. No. Um because that's Toho, like Godzilla. <laughs> Toho is a franchise owned by one guy that is Zoon and he is the only developer and musician for the entire series. It is a series of mostly uh, bullet hell shooters where you play as uh, cute little girls that can fly for some reason and have magic powers to shoot bullets uh, a lot. And the games are really, really hard. And the music is really, really good. Oh, that sounds like something I would hate. Uh, was... uh, yeah. And any was there anything else? I mean, obviously, um, like World of Warcraft, it's probably something yeah. you played. I I am I am back in in the WoW again because the new raid came out, so I have a reason to come back. Good. Uh, we're gonna move on to Connor and ask Connor what games he's played. You want to know what games I've played? This I've I've actually had a chance to play a whole bunch of games this week. I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Uh, let's get the stinkers out of the way first. Played a little bit of Halo Infinite, which continues just to be Halo. Uh, the matchmaking in this game is broken. It doesn't work. A buddy and I got like an eight-game losing streak because we kept on getting paired with the exact same lobby of four people who you could tell by looking at their skins. They've all spent like a hundred-plus dollars on this game. And it just doesn't feel good when no matter what you do, the game is like, oh, you want to play? Well, get fucked because these guys are pros. Yeah, I remember uh, the, the the matchmaking in Halo has always been garbage. Uh, I remember playing like Halo Two way back in the day and Halo Three, and just getting paired up with lots of people who are way better, just off the like right off the bat, and it it wasn't enjoyable all the time. It's not fun. It makes it's me not want to play Halo. Especially when you're like, oh, what's that tag mean? Oh, they're they're an esp like a pro gamer. That's fun. Except now when they're doing it, they have effects on your body that cost forty dollars for no reason. <laughs> I'm over exaggerating, but not by much. Like no. I feel comfortable making fun of these nerds just because you're spending money you're like spending hardcore cash on a free to play game. Uh, and and with this, I will say they are losers who promptly smoked us the entire night. <laughs> they're losers, and they're also way better than we are. But they also they are great at Halo, and I assume they are each uh, between the ages of thirteen and sixteen. And yeah. uh, I could beat them up in a fight because of that. Good. Well, 
Wouldn't it, it would be very sad if they could beat you up in a fight, though. Yes. Yeah, and, well, they can uh, spend their mom's credit card on making fun of you. That's, yeah. And apparently that's what they chose to do. Uh, I chose to spend my mommy's hard-earned money on buying a whole bunch of video games. I'll, I'll get to those in a second. A game that I've owned but haven't played yet, I decided to finally dip my toes into. And boy, was it just not what I was expecting it to be. Y'all might have heard of a little game called Shenmue 3. Oh yeah, it's a great game. I, I hear that you love it. I don't think I'd go that far. I feel like, and this is going to be a recurring theme of my, my brief five-minute spiel here, I feel like they missed the fucking point with the remake. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, what I really re- like? Oh, sorry, not the remake, but the, the next, the, the latest installment, whatever. Yeah. You know what I liked about Shenmue 1 was walking around Yokosuka and just like, yeah, I have a time limit, but I don't care because this is such a fantastic place to just get lost in. And now in this latest game, it feels, I, I guess, kind of like a a Sega sandbox, like a big open world full of mini games, none of which are particularly fun. Is that is that an okay classification for a game genre? Yes, but then, but but that's what everyone talks about with Shenmue. And I can yeah, t- I can tell you no. that I can tell you that walking around and getting lost in Japan is pretty awesome. I would love to walk around and get lost in Japan. Doing it in the Chinese countryside doesn't really hit the same way, though, homie. That's true. It's also almost like there's been an entire franchise of games with that exact premise included with a game with a rich story and engaging gameplay that that has taken the place of Shenmue over the last decade and then releasing another version of Shenmue where you just take the one part that was really novel that people remember and stretch it out over the whole thing while not actually doing anything that appeals to the people who enjoyed it in the first place. It's almost like it's a bad idea. Also, the combat's not fun. The combat is not fun in Shenmue 3, no. I feel like Yu Suzuki could look at, uh, I, I don't know why I'm getting a Yakuza vibe from anything, but like, I feel like we could look at more successful titles doing basically the exact same thing and learn from their successes. And this is a conversation for another day. We're not going to get into this right now. But I think for the meanwhile, Shenmue 3, I'm going to take a pass on. It gets a little bit better when you do get to like mainland China. But when you're in the countryside, it's just not fun. And I was rich by the end of Shenmue 2. Where'd all my money go? No. I mean, I, I know I, w- I wasn't like holding my breath for that, but it's like in Metroid when you start a game. It's like, oh, I don't have any missiles anymore? Thanks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I always, I've complained about that for 25 years. Uh, right. But yeah. Uh, was there anything else? So yeah, I, I got, got Halo. I, we got Shenmue. I got a list here. Next on my uh, my ever-growing game of disappointment list is because it was on sale, I picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Uh-huh. Hey, Square Enix, could, could you hire somebody to do names better? I feel like your names are the edgy kid in high school who's wearing, like, 80 belts on their jacket to try to stand out, but really well, it's just dragging him back. That's because he's the director of the game. <laughs> that, oh, right. that is the, the edgy kid. The edgy kid is the director of the game. He's he's the Kingdom Hearts guy. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> My primary complaint, as far as this game is concerned, gameplay wise, is I feel just like I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I play. I I've, I've mentioned my disdain for the combat in in Kingdom Hearts three. And I knew going into this that this was going to be a problem, but A, it was on sale, and B, my love for the series I was hoping could let me see past this flaw, and I think it eventually will, but I want to take just a second and talk about the first final boss, uh, the, the first boss of the reactor. And I feel like talking about a game that came out in 1997, like, I'm, I'm cool to talk about this, spoiler-wise, right? The final yeah. boss is this big scorpion thing that shoots you with its tail, and, and you gotta dodge the blast, and you gotta... It, uh, okay, my complaint with this fight is leading up to it, you are just showered in potions, like more potions than you need. And it's like, huh, the game sure is preparing me for something I could tell. By the end of that fight, I was almost out. It's not a difficult fight. It's not an engaging fight. It's a boring fight where you hold one button, you eventually charge up your ability, and they, oh, it's charging up its beam. You better hide around the cover that it just made for you right in the lick of time. 
I feel insulted playing this game. Whoever designed these fights is assuming that their audience does not know how to, I don't know, get out of line of a, a straight line. Like, like, get out of the way of a straight line, I mean to say. And it is not engaging. It just takes 20 minutes. And if the game's not going to respect my time, I don't know how I'm going to respect it. So I'm I'm going to still put my foot down and try it because everything about this game I should love. Disc 1 of Final Fantasy 7 is my happy place. And to see it ruined because of some really sloppy gameplay design and admittedly some stories that I, I just don't care about, it's a shame. I don't I... know why they had to add all of the extra dialogue with Jesse and all them, but I don't need somebody simping over my character to make me like a game more. If anything, it's making me feel uncomfortable. I have had the same opinion on the Final Fantasy remake for years, and that is I will not buy it until it is fully released. Until they I can do play the in... story from from the start to the end. There, and, they... and they don't like that. They could do it in 1997. Why can't they do it in 2023? And uh, the answer is money. They yeah. want more money. Yeah. And people... But it was on sale. It's that, and also, again, you have the guy directing Kingdom Hearts doing it, so everything's got to be way more flashy than it really needs to be, mm-hmm. and way more complicated than it needs to be, and a lot of their time is, like, the whole point of the recent, like, influx of remakes and and rehashes is that part of the job is already done for you but that's they're not even getting that advantage out of the final fantasy 7 remake they're just making a new game and making it themed like final fantasy 7 and i it, guess that's one of the major selling points is that it's similar but different that is something that they are actively trying to do to distance themselves from this but if that similar but difference is a slog to go through i'm not <laughs> sure if i could be asked to go through it like what is the difference between a fight taking 25 minutes and a fight taking five minutes? Because if it's a couple of keystrokes and cheat engine, I'm probably going to just do that. And yeah. uh, shame on you, game, for not respecting my time. As someone who loved Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, Kingdom Hearts 3's combat was enough to get me to put the game down, and I just I can't get motivated to ever go back to it. Yeah, because I, I, it's of people just like so that, tedious. I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and, you know, that was a long time ago that I played those. And when I played Kingdom Hearts 3, I was like, this doesn't feel the same. So I I guess I was like, maybe I'm just old, uh, and and I don't remember correctly, but it just did not feel like I was ever in control of the battle. No, it's because in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, you actually press the attack button more than three times in a fight. Oh. And, and in, King, in Kingdom Hearts 3, you press the attack button a few times, and then you just press triangle for the rest of the fight and watch cutscenes until the fight's over. Yeah. Yep. It was bad. It was bad. And they got rid of all the Final Fantasy characters, but we're going to ask Cyberpunk Monk. Are yeah, there I, more I still games? got more games on here. Totally. Uh, we are going to luckily be going uphill at this point, though. Next, also on sale, was High on Life, which is the shitpost game made by Justin Roiland. Oof. Yeah. I purchased this knowing full well going into it that it was a Metroidvania disguised as a shitpost uh, a shitpost first person shooter. Mm-hmm. And so far that is exactly what it is. It's not difficult, but it sure is Justin Roiland funny. I don't Which, think I would like that, but that's I don't like that brand of comedy really. And that's fine. I I'm okay with it. I think I'm going to spend more time sitting idly watching things happen in the background than I am actually engaging with this game. And that's worth $25 if it's funny. That's true. It's also on Game Pass, so I could play it if if the the need arose. I'm going to try it out. There are a lot of like cute little touches that I've seen in clips on YouTube that I appreciate about it. Like even though I agree, I'm kind of sick of Justin Roiland's brand of humor that's just kind of talking for way too long, but I do really like that they put so many tiny things in because they know that you're you as the player are going to do stupid shit 
and I, I like that they acknowledge it in a lot of cases like just even like really weird shit where it's like they know that a speedrunner is going to figure out how to skip this piece of geometry and so then the game directly calls you out as a speedrunner and it's like oh you, you must be you must be a speedrunner or something i hope you get a new pb yeah <laughs> like and that that's no game really does that for the most part and, yeah. and so i do like that there are some my, games that that kind of do that, but probably not to that extent. My worst case scenario with High End Life is I walk around feeling like I'm watching a bunch of Newground sketches as I go from place to place. <laughs> and you know what? If that's the worst case scenario, that's all right with me. I could deal with that. All right. I got a couple more. Okay. Uh, all of these last titles involve using my Quest 3. First of these is I've been playing that Assassin's Creed game which is still a whole bunch of fun. I finished, I think, all of the Ezio stuff. And is that I now Mirage? To... Uh, is that the name of it? I think uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage sounds right. No, okay. Mirage is the newest one that came out, and people are kind of mixed about. This is... Yeah, there's a I... VR-specific one. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. remember the name Whatever. of it, but it's it's pretty dope. Uh, I've been doing Ezio stuff, and... Uh, I. Okay, I think the best way to say it is if you don't already like Assassin's Creed games, you're probably not going to like this game. But doing all the shit in first person is super fucking cool. I was climbing, very interested in it when I heard about it. Climbing is so exhausting in just the right way. Like, doing aerial assassinations feels good. Being able to do sword combat is... I mean, it's not like it's not difficult, but when you're swarmed with a whole bunch of people, it is, and... That's the difference between something that's like, oh, I'm kind of good with this, and oh, now I need to actually pay attention to what I'm doing. I want to see, it, like, a random news story that's like, man thinks he's playing VR, stabs people to death, then climbs a mountain. Uh, okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to we're, we're gonna get to that. Hold on. Okay. Um, oh, the, all right. Game's pretty good. I do recommend it. I think it's only going to get better from here. Uh, I just unlocked Cassandra, who's the, the Greek lady main character, and it seems like it's going to be more about a game of sneaking around and stabbing people and more about a game that you have a bow, go shoot people, which is also going to be fun. I, I'm okay with that. Good. Next on my list is I, and it's not really a video game, but I purchased virtual desktop. Oh yeah. Because uh, there's Oculus desktop, which is just like the, the free version. And there was something else that I didn't bother working with because it wasn't working out with me. Uh, I, I tried using those both for working in a desktop and for being able to play games with them. Neither was really doing it for me. Uh, I even bought the, the cable to try it out with that, and there, there just seemed to be some sort of bottleneck that was keeping me from proceeding. And apparently that bottleneck was the software that was being used to communicate from my headset to my computer. Because using this virtual desktop app was night and day difference. I, I, I tried it with a couple apps. I did Google Earth, which was not only loading faster, but just presented a clear, crisper image it felt like. I dicked around with Pavlov, which has this very interesting option to play with pass-through mode. It doesn't really work, <laughs> but it's it, it's it, it, it's kind of working. Like it was really kind of unsettling to be in my room, and then suddenly somebody walks up and is in my room in like the the full tactical gear. It's that's you know, really it, neat. It's not really there yet. Uh, the spot where one wall would end and my walls would begin would just kind of come and go as it was convenient for the geometry. But it's a work in progress that I think is neat. We're almost there. Oh, how'd they put a row in this? Oh, oh, he's punching me. <laughs> Maybe someday. Um, and I think that's it. I, I do feel like I'm forgetting something, but like that's a whole bunch of video games. That was. Congratulations on having time to play video games. I played a whole bunch of video games. I do recommend it. I am going to move on to me because we are 25 minutes in. Uh, on Monday, I played some pay, uh, Payday 3, I believe. I, I don't remember. I, I did. I did play Payday 3 with a couple of friends. Uh, there was we, We're not very good at the stealthy portion, but we're getting better. And there was one portion or one map that we almost, we were like right at the end. And then somebody ran in front of a freaking camera. Because he was like, oh, I forgot the camera was there. And, and it ended up, we had to go loud at the very end. So we, it, it wasn't that much of fighting before you're able to escape. 
Uh, but it it's it's fun. It's somewhat stable, and and I was enjoying it. I don't like that there's such a limited number of of maps because you had so many missions you could do in Payday Two, especially towards the end, and it just feels like you're you're a little hampered. I think that they should at least have put in some of the the original maps, like the jewelry store and the nightclub should be in there and those aren't included which i understand they're trying to do other things with the game but just include a couple of the old maps and and but don't Nathan, just do everything how could, new. They, how could they sell those to you at 9.99 at a later date if they include them already you you have a fair and valid point and then on tuesday wednesday and friday i played some uh bot and kaitos the the remaster because i've been i've been pretty excited about that i was i was to Debating on whether I play Bot and Kaitos, the remaster, or the Super Mario uh, RPG remaster, and and I That's leaned more of a remake. Ah, oh, yeah, remake. Um, but I I ended up switching to do Bot and Kaitos just because it's been twenty something years and I I haven't beat it. Uh, one interesting thing because I never really got that far in Bot and Kaitos before. Uh, they you get experience points but you don't level until you go to the church and pray. And I found out that you can save up your levels and level up like 10 levels at once. And if you do that, you get a bigger stat boost per level. So while it takes a while to get those experience points, especially if you're just grinding on lower level mobs, and uh, yesterday night, while I was watching Survivor Series, I was also grinding. So I got those 10 levels, and I went from, like, 200 HP to over 900 HP. <laughs> so I think I should be good for a while. Pretty happy about that. Uh, also, CM Punk returned, so that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's, like, all the games I've been playing because I had Thanksgiving, and I had to go spend time with my family. Which, by the way, don't spend time with my family. They're not. This, my my mom was. I love her, but she's very annoying. And she, when I was going to Japan, she was like, "You should take me to Japan with you." And I was like, "I would. You would not survive the trip. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work." So I'm very excited that she's going back home today. And. That's it. I only played those games, and we're going to move on to some stories. One story is a little weird. Uh, shockingly enough, Black Friday this week, and uh, no news stories happened, really, <laughs> because everyone's I, only talking about Black Friday deals. There's that. There were, There's no game news. There was, like, some tech news, but it's, like, shit that's not worth talking about, really, because yeah. it's, like... It's like corporate political bullshit, like the open AI guy getting kicked out and then coming back. Like a week later. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty quick. Uh, so the stories that we have are interesting, but a little weird. Uh, like this first story that we're going to talk about, which isn't listed in the correct order, but that's okay. Isophilus. Yeah, you heard that right. Yep. So huh? one guy apparently has caused five people to get eye syphilis. Um, and this is from Ars Technica. I don't know why, but there's a gripping conversation started to bring up at your family Thanksgiving feast this year. Health officials in Michigan have identified an alarming cluster of syphilis infections in women's eyes. Um, they, they go into detail that apparently... Uh, it says, when ocular syphilis does develop, it's most often seen in people who have late-stage syphilis, people who are aged 65 years or older, and people who report in, uh, injection drug use, also those who are HIV positive. Um, and this hasn't, this isn't necessarily the, the case. So in this cluster, the five women all had early-stage infections, uh, they were all between 40 and 60 years old, and none reported uh, injection drug use. This ocular syphilis cluster is also the first documented uh, as being linked by heterosexual transmission. 
what I find funny is they they go into like how these cluster cases happen, where they were. Uh, you know, they were all in in Michigan and Kalamazoo County Health and Community Services Department um reported that. But uh they then linked it all to one guy and they just in the article they don't say how it happened. What so, do you mean? Oh, you mean how they got infected with it? Yeah, and so everyone everyone in the comments like, how did this transfer happen? Well, <laughs> come on Ars they're, Technica. They're not kissing the eye. There's something else happening in that that approximate area. Yeah, so I even think about that. <laughs> yeah, so uh there and all of the uh all of the comments are are bad. Like uh I bet they didn't see that one coming. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was so silly. It's silly, but also, well, but bad. it's also scary. <laughs> it is, and and even with that, with what we are all thinking of happening, right? This type of syphilis typically doesn't even happen that way. Um, as they said in the article, these people have usually have syphilis in different ways. They have to be. 65 years older, they already have syphilis, you know, drug use or HIV positive. And even with what we were saying, their their immune system should have been able to block it. Uh, but I guess it's the the so syphilis might be changing to be more infectious to different organs like your eyes, which is or not. at the very least it's it's becoming more infectious just period yeah like it, it is it is somehow mutating to uh bypass the protections that our bodies have normally had mm -hmm. it's kind of along the same lines as the uh the it, monkey pox stuff where like it's spreading a lot more than it should be and it's probably because people aren't taking their health as seriously as they used to Probably. Because for some fucking reason, people have decided to get stupider over the years. Yep. Idiots. Uh, it does say here in the final paragraph, um, even without a new worrisome strain of T. palladium around, the state of sexually transmitted, uh, transmitted infections in the U.S. is dire. Rate of STIs, including syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea, have been skyrocketing for years. In a report earlier this year, the CDC noted that national cases of syphilis have increased by 74% from 2017 to 2021. How the fuck? Uh, in 2022, the number of babies born with syphilis was 10 times more than the number in 2012. Like, this is the easiest shit to get tested nowadays. Yeah. You can go you can go to an urgent care, you can go to a planned parenthood. It like you could go to a, a lot of fucking like just like uh, Walgreens style fucking clinics can test for STIs. Well, like, and and let's let's also that might be like a common com condemnation on the American healthcare system too. Just how shitty our healthcare it, system is. Even though you listed like Planned Parenthood, right? They're they're not yeah. going. They're not. You don't. You go in there and it's going to be free for you to get tested or very very cheap. But mm -hmm. people. But we have such a shitty healthcare system in the United States that even with with that in there, with it being free. A lot of people don't know that you can do that. A lot of people just and, think... And a lot of states don't have Planned Parenthoods anymore because of the anti-abortion legislation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's a lot of reasons that it is the healthcare industry's fault. But it is also... Like, like I cannot shake the idea that a lot of it is people just not taking illness seriously for some stupid reason. Well, and also um, for some stupid insurance reason, <laughs> yeah, in insurance <laughs> is bad. So, uh, yeah, uh, if if, but it's I, like how to work. I don't this. know, man. With, with how many anti-vaxxers are out there, 
Yeah. Like I was just saying. Yeah, anti-vaxxers are dumb. But with the... Uh, what, what I was trying to get to is wording this correctly, but if your eye is twitching, go in and take a look uh, or, uh, you know, go in and, and get tested because I believe syphilis, uh, I've never had it, thankfully, but uh, I believe syphilis is curable with antibiotics as long as you get it within the early stages. Yeah, it, uh, syphilis and gonorrhea are like the two that are just like, yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, chlamydia too. Uh, I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those ones are, you take some antibiotics and you'll be good. Uh, obviously, if it's something worse than that, uh, you know. Not if you still get tested. AIDS. Still get tested. Uh, we're going to move on to less, well, different type of uh, sexual, uh, a, a different type of infection. Uh, Ubisoft is injecting ads in the middle of video games. Nope, it's just as upsetting. <laughs> uh, this will affect more people, actually. Probably. I don't know. Um, yeah, Ubisoft is reportedly injecting pop-up ads in the middle of video games, interrupting gameplay and enraging players who are taking to social media and online message boards to vent their disapproval. It is not immediately clear if this temporary uh, from the company or if it will become part and parcel of all future Ubisoft titles. This is from TechSpot. Um, it says, according to post online, um, to post on online forums, ads have made their way into real-time gameplay in Assassin's Creed Oddity. One gamer who reported the problem was Redditor Triddle24, who says an ad came up when they tried to go uh, check the map for their location. The complaint was posted on the Xbox One subreddit, suggesting that they were playing it on Xbox One. Yes, typically yes. Um, so yeah, uh, have you, you've been playing some Ubisoft games recently, Connor. Have you experienced that in your Assassin's Creed game? No, fortunately I haven't had any um, weeping, itching wounds of a Ubisoft notification in the middle of my game. God, that would be particularly jarring in a VR game. <laughs> uh, make it go away, make it go away. So I'm not necessarily against ads in video games as they are. Um, if they're a pop-up ad like this, obviously, like if you're if you're in that Assassin's Creed game and you get to the top of building and he's like, hey, have I have have you heard about your ex car's extended warranty? And you're like, what the hell? Um, but in the 2012 election, 20, 2012 national election for president, I believe the Obama administration, Obama? yeah, they had put ads in like billboards on racing games. Oh, yeah, that was really big around that time of like, like, I, I feel like I even remember that there was it, it was probably EA just because EA, but it might have been Activision. Some big publisher was like, yeah, we're really looking at expanding in-game advertising by just having like actual billboards in our games. And like, uh, I, I remember, I think it was the Evil Within uh, had like actual products like on the vending machines in the game. Is really it's really goofy whenever that sort of thing happens, but in a way, I'm I'm mostly okay with that. Well, also, now you may not have noticed this, Connor, but if you looked at the vending machines in Yakuza Like a Dragon, they have ads like the vending machines actually have like Boss Coffee, which are a thing in Japan. I noticed that some of the items were definitely products that I recognized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just to my my point earlier, Shenmue, you need to step your game up. Yakuza is rocking it. And I love yeah. when games do that. That is the right way to do product placement and advertisements. Don't make yeah, something the, that interrupts my game, dumbasses. The, the cup noodle advertisements in uh, Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy 15. Perfect. Those, <laughs> those are really fucking, yeah, like, make it cute. Even if it's Even if it's got to be right in front of me, like, just make it something cute and out of the way. Yeah, it's so that type of advertising is fine. Like we we all agree that's fine. Did either either of you ever watch um Pawn Stars at all back in the day? Yeah. They had a sponsorship with Subway. 
And so there was like a slew of episodes in one season where they would just cut away and be like, hey, hey, Rick, did you bring the Subway sandwiches? And he's like, yeah, I brought Subway sandwiches. And uh, that was the wrong way to do product placement. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, hey, and, Chumley, did you, did you get the four for four deal at Wendy's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I'm just... I'm just enjoying my four for four deal from Wendy's. It's a great, it's a great value. You get so much food for just four dollars. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that uh, with with these pop up ads. And I didn't actually watch the video on it, but I assume that it, you know, he chose to check the map, and then it's like, hey, you should buy this game, which is just it's it, dumb. It literally, literally, it, you you see him press a button. The screen goes black like it's going to load the map, and then you just get a fucking ad. It's like a joke. That's... Like... <laughs> it's really stupid. Uh Not good. Like, yeah. like, I... You remember when everyone got pissed off about uh, Shadow of War? And how, like, you open up the fucking pause menu, and every time it would immediately put you on the fucking buy shit menu? Oh, like, yeah. I've, this I've is taking that, that to an even further extreme. I've I've spoke about that where I worked with somebody who who was on who was on that game. Uh, he was one of the systems guys on that game who developed the systems. Like, this is how you level up. And so, like, when you're this far in the game, you should have this many skills unlocked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then they got that all completed. The game was almost ready, and the publisher came and was like, "Hey." Put microtransactions. And he's like, uh, no. But, we, but we, that'll ruin it. Yeah, that'll ruin the game. And they're like, cool. Do it. Yeah. You know what we like? Not giving a shit. So do it. <laughs> and then the game released. And he's like, see, see what I fucking told you guys? <laughs> and yeah, that's... Uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I Do I prefer... I, do I prefer in-game ads over microtransactions? Probably, but they're gonna have well, this both. This is an ad. Yeah, it's gonna. This is like it's an ad for a a macro transaction because it's asking you to buy the newest fucking Assassin's Creed game, which is yeah. really bizarre. Yeah, like, this is like stop playing this old version of Assassin's Creed. You want to buy the newest one? And it's on the other hand. One one other thing that happened that I didn't have mentioned as a story because I know we're not going to talk about it for very long, but did you guys see that like Star Wars Empire at War got a sixty four bit client? Yes. No. Uh, yeah, old like seventeen year old Star Wars RTS got a sixty four bit client. That's uh, fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. I love it when great. developers do stuff like that. Yep, and unfortunately, I don't believe your saves carry over. Uh, you can re-enable the 32-bit client if you want, but the 64-bit client obviously is going to be more stable. Did they oh. do that for, like, mod support or just because? Like, I have no idea. Because that, that was a thing with The Sims 3. Um, the Sims 3, obviously, when it came out, like, everyone was running 32-bit systems, so it's a 32-bit executable. Mm -hmm. uh, and it became a problem a little later on after modding for Sims 3 became like fucking ludicrous, uh, where the game will run out of addressable memory because mm -hmm. it's only a 32-bit application. Uh, but a sort of half-fortunate thing, uh, Apple dropped 32-bit support in macOS at one point. And to avoid getting sued, EA allowed the developer to make a 64-bit version of Sims 3 only for macOS. So technically running Sims 3 on macOS is the superior version of the game because now you have essentially unlimited modding capability. Nice. There that's is awesome. no 64-bit client for Windows, though. Well, that's why you just have to get Sims 4. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't you insult people like that? That's like <laughs> that's fighting words, sir. 
we're going to move on to our last story. And I put this story in here specifically for Cyberpunk Monk to make him sad. Warhammer 40K Space Marine <laughs> 2 has been delayed. Oh. Yep. And it's apparently a long delay. Uh, this is from PC Gamer. Uh, it says, it's a big one. Instead of coming out near the end of this year as planned, Focus Entertainment said in an update that is now slated for the second half of 2024. So, middle of 2024. Uh, as usual, the reason for the delay wasn't provided, except that it will provide the time needed to properly, properly polish the game and ensure the best possible experience. So, I, I mean... Yeah, delays suck, but do you want to do you want to play a game that's not finished? Because we ran into that before, <laughs> where they're like, "Nah, push it out." I'm like, but it's like, but it's not it's ready. It's like that famous Miyamoto quote, you know? It's if you rush a game, it'll be shit, but if you give it time, it'll be golden. Yeah, sure. That's is, exactly is that, what he said. I don't know if I don't, that's. It, I don't even remember if that was Miyamoto or not. <laughs> I think there's actually a big debate on who said that quote, but that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's been speculations. Uh, some fans have speculated back in October that there was going to be, de be a delay. And uh, yeah, there was a delay. Uh, the, Steam's, the Steam Steam page still shows it as coming out in 2023, but obviously that That'll get is... updated, whatever. Yeah. I had a feeling when this game had virtually nothing being revealed for it other than basically an updated revamp of the stuff that we'd already seen earlier that there was some trouble in the kitchen so i'm not surprised i'm just upset to hear that it's being delayed because yeah. the first game was great this one looks like it's going to be great i played the first one you you watched me i played it it was all right it was fun is it not it's necessarily aged. my cup of tea but it was still fun it played surprisingly well on steam deck so if you're looking for a couple hours to kill on the go good recommendation Good In power fantasy. The last thing we're going to talk about this one is, apparently this is from Gabe Newell. It said, late is just for a little while, suck is forever. You know, unless you patch it out or something like that. I mean, look like, at Cyberpunk. Well, yeah, but the uh, I, I understand but that. But the brand recognition for Cyberpunk is forever damaged. It, it was. And you look at other games that released in a really crappy state, and even if they get better... Um, there's still that kind of like that that stink of when they released, like that first impression. I I hate think to no say man's it. sky is like the only one that really completely turned around on that. Yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, I hate to say it, but Days Gone, it released in a not broken state, but there were definitely some performance issues on the PlayStation Four base model. And they patched those out after about six months, so it runs a lot smoother. But also, and then Sony just, closed them down. Well, they're not closed down. They're still open <laughs> and working on another, another game. It's just not another Days Gone two. Um, they trust me. I know every like six months to a year, I get an email from somebody being like, "Hey, you want to apply for this temporary job at Sony?" And I'm like, "I've I've already done that." <laughs> Don't no, want to do it again. again. I'm making a lot of money right now. Stop it. Um, but yeah, so uh, Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2 has been delayed. I am sure that... Damn. I, I didn't realize it's it's been delayed. It was supposed to come out like in the winter, and that's being delayed until the second half of 2024. Yep, it's a That's not a long insignificant delay. delay. Like something critical must have gone wrong. Yeah, it's either that or they're just having. Uh, I would imagine some optimization issues. I wonder if it was even something where like they jumped the gun and thought that it was going to be ready whenever it was that they announced that release date, but progress has been just a lot slower than they had expected. Not Something that you guys like that. would know or care about this, but they did just release the 10th edition of the game uh, this year. I had this weird suspicion that they were initially targeting to have this game come out at the exact same time because there's a model of the main character that released and he has his own minigame and everything. But when the game wasn't ready for release, I have a feeling they started shifting their plans around. And now that they already have the time to make the game fixed, maybe they're like, well, why don't we just take the time to really fix it then? Yeah, 
Yeah, hopefully it maybe it they'll makes throw it in more content from tenth edition. That'd be fucking dope. But yeah, I would like to have if a game releases and it, if a game gets delayed and then it gets released in a good state, great. Because we've had so many games this year that have just re- been released and been fucking broken. Payday three, uh, Redfall, Gollum. Gollum. Like, just games that they're like, no, 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 push it out. King Kong. And we're talking about, like, games that it's borderline <laughs> acceptable to call them ready for release. We, yeah. We've had some stinkers, and we've had some some diamonds in 2023. It's a weird dichotomy. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's be fair. If No Man's Sky released this year as what it was when it normally or originally released... Uh, it would be seen as a masterpiece because <laughs> yeah, so many games. People this... be like, "Who needs Star Citizen? I got this." Yeah, it it actually works. I can turn it on <laughs> and play it at at more than fucking thirty frames a second on my twelve nine hundred K and thirty seventy. Um. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for being here. Aroa, thank you for being here. You showed up a little late, but that's okay. You had to feed your kids. It's it's all. It, I'm always like that. Yeah, I, I've joked before that I need to be like, we're starting at 140. That's what we're... And then a row will be on time. Uh, and then thank Yeah, 2 you. o'clock. Yeah, and thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk. It is Central now time, time for me to feed my me. You're, yes, you go, you go eat. I'm going to make some I'm rice, hungry. I think. I'm going to make some rice. Mm, Whatever rice. happened to me's? Uh, they all died. Like they, from uh, Nintendo, kill them. They died with the Wii U. Because people kept on making silly caricatures with them instead of representing themselves with them. Oh yeah, and people like, were having you too can't much have fun. fun in a way that we said to have. You can't do that. Yeah. All right. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.